0: Ah, well, that intro is so much fun. It's, uh, you know, the, the last intro or the original intro uh, that producer Chris put together is good, but this new intro is popping. Um, that started on episode 100, which was just a handful of episodes ago. Hello, I am Ben McClure, uh, your host for today's episode of Lancaster Connects, which is produced within the four walls here of Gardner's Mattress and More in beautiful Lancaster County. Uh, Lancaster, uh, connects is a show that, uh, features great things going on in Lancaster County. Great people doing great things, uh, for the community, uh, typically through the lens of a small business or nonprofit or charitable organization. And, um, we're so happy to have a great guest on today. And, um, you know, this show, uh, we'll, we'll get to the guest in a moment. Um, this show can be watched on, uh, live. Of course, uh, we go live on Mondays at 2 o'clock. Every Monday at 2 o'clock, um, we have a show. And, uh, of course, you can catch past episodes either on our YouTube channel or Facebook channel uh, for Lancaster Connects or Gardener's Mattress and More. If you navigate to those pages, you'll see uh, this episode either live or past episodes if you scroll down through the feeds. Uh, also, LancasterConnects.com is our website. And at the top of the page... Uh, as most websites have, uh, tabs that you can click on, uh, you can see a tab for episodes, uh, all past hundred plus episodes. I think we're on episode, uh, 102 or 103 right now. I was, I was away last week, so I'm, I'm coming out of vacation mode. Um, so you can check out all the past episodes on the Lancaster Connects website. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on our show, if you number 104. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) Appreciate your, your, uh, your push there for, for the uh, episode number. Um, yeah, if you, if you want to be a guest on this show, uh, again, we, we love to feature unique stories, uh, uh, stories of people doing great things in Lancaster County. Um, that could be a small business. It could be a nonprofit or charitable organization, uh, or just uh, somebody, uh, that, that is doing great things in Lancaster. Uh, fill out the form at lancasterconnect.com slash guest. That'll go to us and we'll send it to. Uh, the, uh, PR department who is, uh, booking guests now for us and, uh, helping us to put this show together. Um, we have been working with somebody, as I mentioned, um, her name is Stephanie and she is, uh, leveling up. Not that we'd had poor guests in the past. We've had fantastic guests, but like, uh, she's helping us book bigger guests. And, uh, one of those, uh, is on the show today. We'll bring him on in just a moment. Um, you notice I'm flying solo today. Uh, thank you to Jeff, um, partner in crime here at Gardeners and Lancaster Connects. Uh, I was on vacation last week, uh, took the family down to uh, Cape May, New Jersey. Um, good time, good family time. Had some, had, had a little bit of rain, uh, which, uh, isn't that conducive to, uh, beach going, but, um, got some good beach time in, got some good indoor, uh, rainy day activity time in with the family uh but it's jeff's turn now jeff is on vacation uh he and uh, his wife stephanie uh took a nice little road trip out to a uh, quiet part of west virginia uh so they're they're uh, traveling the west virginia countryside and and enjoying a nice week away uh so uh safe travels to him and i hope they have a great time uh very well deserved uh so uh as you know uh if you've been paying attention to lancaster connects and you've watched uh uh, the past handful of episodes, we had a really famous guest on for our 100th episode. Uh, super cool. Brett Michaels from Poison. Um, of course, Brett Michaels from everything else that Bret Michaels has done. Uh, you know, he was on Celebrity Apprentice. He had his own couple reality shows, uh, on some of those, uh, random reality show network TVs, uh, channels. And, um, you know, he's just kind of everywhere. And, uh, he was gracious enough to grant us an interview. He was our interview for our 100th show, uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, he also was very gracious. He and his team, he gave us, or he's got an upcoming concert coming up in central PA at the, uh, Grantwood, um, or I'm sorry, the, uh, Grantville, <laughs> it's the Hollywood casino at Penn National in, in Grantville. And, uh, that's August 26th. Uh, it's kind of a homecoming for him. He grew up in the central PA area and uh, it's it's his homecoming concert. It's party gras, uh, a number of different uh, big acts along with Brett Michaels uh, performing at that concert. And um, he gave us 20 sets of tickets to give away to veterans and hometown heroes. Hometown hero is defined as, uh, you know, police, EMT, EMS, uh, fire, uh, teachers, nurses, doctors, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing. And of course, a veteran, veteran. So we have 10 sets of tickets to give away to veterans, 10 sets of tickets to give away to hometown heroes. And then also it's a nomination contest. And Chris has the uh, scroll going there on the actual contest pages. Um, the idea is if you know somebody uh, that's a veteran or a hometown hero uh, or uh, are a veteran or hometown hero, you can nominate yourself. You can nominate a veteran or, or a hero. Uh, basically, you just uh, go to the contest pages, LancasterConnects.com slash contest. Uh, scroll down, uh, click either the veteran or the hero button. You'll land on this page here. You'll see all the previous um, uh, entries. Uh, all you do is enter basic information, name and email, and then you submit a photo. And it's a photo nomination contest. The idea is um, your entry, just doing that much, gets you into the contest that we uh, will draw winners for, uh, at the end of this today's show, we're giving away four sets of tickets, two to veterans, uh, two to heroes. But then the nomination part of it, uh, what you want to do is share your photo of your veteran or your hero because the most votes you see uh, on the screen there, those hearts. Um, we have some photos with a uh, 100 or more uh, votes on them. Um, there's There's a few right there on the screen. The photo with the most votes, the veteran photo, and the hero photo with the most votes total will be the winner of a VIP package uh, to meet Brett Michaels and potentially even be on stage with Brett Michaels to be recognized uh, either for their service uh to being a hero or um a veteran. So pretty cool uh meet and greet opportunity. Uh not only do you get tickets with that VIP experience, you get to meet Brett Michaels and maybe some other performers there. So really, really cool. At the end of today's show, we're just gonna give away uh two sets of tickets. Not the VIP that the VIP contest runs through, uh, the middle of, uh, August. Um, I think it's August 14th. Um, but every show through the 7th of August, we will give away four sets of tickets at the end of the show. So, uh, if you have entered the contest and you're watching now, uh, we'll do that, uh, towards the three o'clock hour. Um, so hang around for our, our, uh, our uh, guest interview here. We'll bring our guest on for just a moment, but at the end of the show, we'll give away those tickets. And, uh, reach, reach out to the, the winners there. So, um, I think that's the, uh, the, uh, uh, the stuff that we needed to get out of the way for the beginning. Um, let's bring our guest on. Uh, we've got with us today, Matt Neff of Sight and Sound Ministries and Sight and Sound Theater right here in Lancaster County. Matt, welcome.
1: Thank you, Ben. It's an honor to be with you and, uh, fun hanging out today, even though missing out on Jeff. I hope he's having a great time in West Virginia. Beautiful country down there. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're stuck with me. It's, uh, you know, it's uh second rate, you know, hosting, uh, but you know, that's uh, You'll be fine. It will be no problem. fine. <laughs> no. Honored to be with you. Love yeah, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Uh, so, uh, icebreaker question, uh, are All you right. a Lancaster native and, and how, if, if so, how long, uh, or yeah. if not, how long? And, um, you know, just tell us about your Lancaster roots.
1: Yeah. So my roots <laughs> run pretty deep. Um, I am a Lancaster native all of my 46 and a half years. uh, Really, actually, about six minutes from sight and sound here, I grew up on a dairy farm. And my dad would have been Uh the fifth generation of our family to farm that farm. Uh, So we go back a ways. And uh, so, yeah, still live about two minutes from the theater now. And love the Strasburg area. Love Lancaster County. Got so much to offer, so much to see. So a great place to raise a family.
0: That's awesome. Did you ever like move away and come back or it's always been right here in Yes, Lancaster? briefly. Uh,
1: I went to school in Oklahoma uh, to Bible school oh, wow. for a season, uh, yeah. but that yeah. was it. Other than that, I would always lived in Lancaster County and always hoped that I do. It's, it's just hard to
0: am I'm curious, how different was Oklahoma from Lancaster or were there
1: similarities? Uh, it was a lot flatter, windier, browner. Okay, I couldn't yeah. wait to come home. <laughs> <Not laughs> disrespect Oklahoma, but I couldn't wait to be right. home. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, we, I mean, technically, I guess we're broadcast in Oklahoma, but not, I'm I'm sure nobody's listening from Oklahoma. So you can say whatever you want about that.
1: They were great but people, it's, it's, but it's, 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 <laughs> I well, love Lancaster. Not going to lie. It
0: didn't have the the lushness of, of Lancaster
1: County. No. No, it did not. It was
0: different. Very good. Very yep. good. Well, you're, you represent Sight & Sound. I believe you are the CEO of Sight & Sound Correct. Theaters right now? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, fantastic. So, um, I think a lot of people listening. I mean, sight and sound is a big deal. Like, it's you get people from everywhere coming into to Lancaster, little old Lancaster County here, to come see the productions at Sight and Sound Theaters. But mm-hmm. uh, for those who may be tuning in that don't know what Sight and Sound is, or um, aren't sure what the ministry is of Sight and Sound, can you can mm-hmm.
1: you share a little bit about that with us? I'd be honored to. Yeah, it's it's incredibly humbling, but what <clears throat> we get to do is tell stories. So at the core, we are storytellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're primarily known for that by telling Bible stories on stage in a very epic professional scale here at our home location in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and also our sister theater that we built uh, out in Branson, Missouri. But in addition to that, we have more recently also started to tell story on screen at our first feature film in theaters last uh, Christmas and oh, wow. continuing to explore other ways that the Lord has called us to tell stories. So they're inspirational stories of hope, of redemption um of love and of life and we're just honored we get to tell them so what what are
0: um some of the stories that you've told over the years i mean i mean I'm, you we probably can't get into each one of them but like um you, you're you're typically taking a character from the yeah. bible or a person from the bible and telling that story mm-hmm. kind of from start to finish right that's yes yeah we love goes. to go
1: deep into not just retelling the story and sort of like a factual historical way but really what's the story behind the story what's the message what's the heart of what Mm -hmm. may have been happening in that situation so uh, stories anywhere from Noah and the ark and the animals uh, to Samson and the collapse of the temple to Jonah being swallowed by a whale Uh, the story of Christ of course the ultimate story Mm -hmm. for us we have told that story as well multiple times Um, currently Moses would be the story we're telling here on the stage in Lancaster uh, which just yeah (laughs) they're fun stories to tell and challenging because there's so many big moments so many epic miracles that take place so how do you tell that in a two and a half hour narrative story as a musical and portray these effects uh on stage is is an epic challenge but a really fun creative one to solve for the team here so yeah
0: let's let's get into that a little bit so sure I mean, I've, I've been to sight and sound, uh, a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the last show I saw, but every time I've seen a show, it just blows me away. The production, the, the level of production, the level of talent. You have live animals. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> there, there? There's just a photo of that. Uh, like how, so, I mean, there's, there's a number of questions. Like how does it all come together? How long mm-hmm. does it take to put together? How many people are working on
1: it? Like there's so many questions. Yeah. Um, can you dig into that a little bit? Absolutely, happy to. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy adventure. Um, so our total team is about 800 folks. Um, now that's across both locations, right? So about 500 okay. here in Lancaster, about 300 in Branson in Missouri. Um, and what makes us really unique as far as a storytelling theatrical company goes is we do most everything in-house. Not everything, but most. So from the writing of the script, the design of the concept work early on for a show, to the design of the sets, the engineering of the sets, then the construction of the sets, as well as the costumes, uh, all of those things, for the most part, happen in Lancaster. Some of that is done by our shop teams in Branson as well. Um, and it's about a four-year process, really, when we start, when we kind of sound the gun, if you will, and assign a producer to a future story. It's pretty much down to about a four-year uh, science, if you will. So, at any given time, we always have two shows and productions. So right now, we're working on the new show, Daniel, for next year. That'll premiere in March yeah. here in Lancaster. But we're also working on a new show for the future beyond that. So, that's that's a fun challenge because they have overlapping phases of design, construction, uh development. Uh, But it, it's... I, I just stand back and watch. and am like, how in the world do we do this? It just doesn't make a lot of sense, naturally speaking. But uh, but it's happening. It's really, really hard yeah. to see that, to be a part of it, to see the level of craftsmanship and and passion and care for what we do, and ultimately to serve our guests. That's what's most fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to build mm-hmm. a show, but there's nothing like when they actually come and sit in the seats and experience. It's like, that's why we mm-hmm. do. this. It's mm-hmm.
0: Fun. Mm-hmm. Well, and you've had an enormous impact. I mean, I... I you know, just, uh, doing some research on the show, I saw mm-hmm. like on Google, you have 25,000 <laughs> five star reviews and like a 4.9 rating. It's like to have that kind of rating and and, and yeah. that many people like that have reviewed. It's just unbelievable. Um, agreed. So how, how did it get its start in Lancaster? Yeah. Like why yeah. Lancaster? Um, how did it start? Who started it? Yeah. Tell
1: us Sorry. the story. Yeah, absolutely. So our founders, uh, really are our, our core founder. He and his wife that would have founded it, at Glenn. Uh, Glenn was a storyteller and an artist. Uh, as a kid, mm-hmm. he was always drawing, drawing Bible stories. And, uh, he was a farmer, dairy farmer, Mountjoy. And so grew up with this ability for art and then, uh, really turned into photography. So he was started a portrait studio back in the late fifties. And, um, in the sixties, someone asked him, Hey, you have all these great scenic uh pictures of out west and and mountains and things. Would you do a slideshow for a church sweetheart banquet? And at first he actually turned them down because I think his actual answer was, I remember those boring missionary slideshows from church when I was a kid. I'm not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> but he thought about it a little more and had some ideas, some inspiration. I thought, well, what if I could add some voiceover narrative and some music, things that, you know, our kids do on their iPhones now. Uh but this was like, you know, 1961 or two or something like that. And so created this show and people loved it. Like we haven't seen anything quite like this. And so word got out other churches, other groups, civic organizations, were Like, Hey, would you show that slideshow at our place? Sure. Okay. And it just started to take off to the point where it built to having four teams traveling the country, um, doing these ever larger wow. slideshows, finding ways to blend multiple projectors for bigger images and all of this, uh, but it was going so fast and furious. They were starting to burn out, You know, traveling, doing this. So in the early 70s, uh, really driving back one night, late at night, uh, Glenn just was praying. He's like, Lord, I I can't keep doing this. Like, man, is there another way? And he felt like, had this idea come, they felt like it was the Lord just saying, why don't you have people come to you? So, yeah, that's a good idea. So they rented the Lancaster Bible College Auditorium. I believe it was the summer of 75 and sold that out. And that gave enough seed money and vision to say, wow, what what if we built a theater? So our first theater was built to do big slideshows. That was the dream, that was the idea. Huh. And then over time, actors were added, which meant yep. sisters and cousins and kids and neighbors and whoever was available. Uh, and then animals were added to it, animal actors as well. And the stories just kept getting bigger till we outgrew that original building. Okay. Build a larger theater down the street, which we then lost to a fire in the 90s. Rebuilt the theater where we're yeah. in today, uh, so it's been this just little by little progression uh, over the last really 46 years since the first, or 47 years since the first theater opened its doors, which is just hard to believe.
0: Yeah, that I ahead. mean that that's an unbelievable story, and and how unique, like you know, starting from scratch, it's just this like projector show. Yeah. And to see what it is today, um, is there is there anybody else in the country doing something like Sight and Sound is and, and does?
1: Boy, not not that we know of. I mean, I, I would love for it mean, for others to get into it, but yeah, uh, but it is it's super unique. Um, yeah, it's daunting, you know, to build a building of this size and scope of yeah. what we do. It's just a really unusual way to tell a story. Uh, but right. again, one we just grew into over time. It's not like, you know, we set out in 76 yep. and saw it for what it is today. Not at all. Right. It's just little by little, being faithful with little, and the Lord saying, okay, now be faithful with a little bit more. Okay. Right. Um, so, right. no, it is, it's pretty unusual, but that's, that's part of what makes it a lot of fun. Because it's like, right. anything we're doing, it's sort of a first in a way, you know, it's like, oh, well, how are we going to, you know, have David and Goliath on stage? I, I don't know. Let's figure it out. You know or you know there it is
0: there it is it was, that's a lot of that's work as awesome. well but
1: yeah very fun
0: so so you referenced uh, Glenn right Glenn's yes. uh you know it was it was basically a family production you mentioned there were yep. you know kids and cousins and you know yes of course farm animals uh, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, as part of the production but now now it's you know talented paid actors right coming yep. into Lancaster from probably all Loop over Group. the globe to perform yeah. mhm
1: yeah, we're seeing that increasingly, even beyond the stage. Uh, it was just fun. I try to catch orientation on Mondays when I can um, and just say, hi, I'd love to meet new folks who are coming on board. So this morning I met three folks and just to hear their stories, right? Like one moved here from Southern Maryland, uh, one from Puerto Rico originally, and then Philadelphia, then yeah. here, one who's commuting from Reading. And it's really humbling. You're just like, how did you, how'd you hear about us? You know, just to hear their stories. Well, a friend told me this, or when I was a kid, I came. And I was like, "I want to do that someday, so increasingly we're seeing all different positions, people coming or applying from all over the country, which is really wild uh and just humbling how that works
0: so they're they're aspiring actors or or current actors, actresses whatnot, and then yeah. they you know they find out about sight and sound and and feel mm-hmm. led to to come here relocate and be part of the show that's awesome
1: yeah or any or anything we're doing this morning it was Customer service representative. We had uh, an IT help desk person. Yeah. And a stage technician. So you just don't know. That's true. Yeah. You said,
0: you said there's 500 people in the Lancaster theater.
1: Yeah. Yep. So we get to do all kinds of different things, right? From whether it's welding sets or taking care of animals or designing costumes. There's a little bit of just about everything. We haven't gotten into nuclear physics yet, but I wouldn't put it past, I wouldn't put it past the team. Uh, we'll see well and that's
0: the that's the other thing i mean seeing this uh, i mean seeing a, a picture of it and a video of it is is mm-hmm. one thing but like being there in person and seeing the size and scope of everything it you know the actors are it, it that's one part of it the talent mm-hmm. to put it all together but you know these sets are unbelievable the 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 costumes i mean yeah somebody's got to spend days and days and days yep. probably months working on that stuff yes um
1: Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why it takes about four years really you know, from it's that first vision being cast. Is it's okay. How are we going to do this? How are we going to tell the heart? Uh, but what's really neat where we've seen it grow probably the most, and most rewarding to me is I love team. Like team is the most fun way to do anything in my mm. opinion. Uh, it's just a blast. And so our producer, when a producer is assigned to kind of carry the vision for the show from start to finish, uh, as they're doing their homework and research and partnering with other members of the team, when they cast that vision to the creative team, the designers in particular, it's really fun to see every other person then contribute their best ideas and their best thinking. Because mm-hmm. if can, if the show's only as good as the producer, then, okay, it might still be a great show if you have a great producer, but boy, when they can right. invite the team to be like, hey, like, for the concept artist to envision, hey, tell me the heart you're going for, Okay, so in this scene, you want to convey this. All right. And then they're giving their best idea. It just goes okay. to another level. And then they feed each other, right? And the lighting designer seeing that, and he's like, oh, well, how would I convey that emotion? Boy, what if I did this? And da. And the costume designer's like, well, what if I that's when it goes to a whole nother level. And they like to say theater is the most collaborative art form. I don't know. I, I would say that about storytelling te- in general. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just takes it takes an army, but it's so much fun. When you can get people who care less about their personal recognition and more about creating something amazing that's never been done before, lay down their egos, you know, like that's when it just goes to another level. And thankfully, that's the team that we are blessed with here. Uh, they love each other. They love what they do, and it's that's fun. It's hard work. That's awesome. Well, uh, so I
0: want to know what what does that first night like? What does opening night oh. feel like? For you and for your team. Oh my word! Like, is it? Is it? It's amazing. I mean, it's obviously well rehearsed and everything is ready to go. But like, ideally, is
1: it? <laughs> ideally, you don't but have it is it's live. You know, it's live entertainment. So you know, yeah. Uh, and we've had a few. Like we were just talking about this the other day uh, when this when the story of Jesus premiered in 2018. Uh, at the time, it would have been our most technical show we've ever done. Well, it might still be the most technical show we've done. Um, and we, we had our challenge. It was a challenging rehearsal process. And uh, the first totally clean show we had, like clean running, smooth, everything actually worked, uh, was opening night. So, oh,
0: so wow. you, you don't okay. want that
1: to be the case. You want that to be, you know, like the last week of rehearsal. But no. You're like crossing that. your fingers. <laughs> yeah. So you're holding your breath a little bit. You know, when he flips the table in the temple, is it actually going to flip and go into slow-mo? It actually did. Yes. You know, so... Uh, But how, oh man, I'm telling you, it sounds funny, but it almost feels like winning the Super Bowl. Like when that opening night hits and it works and you see people impacted, I mean, we kind of lose our minds. It's just, it just doesn't get old because you know how much goes in. There's the table for that. There it is. There's just so much work that goes into pulling it off. It's, yeah, it's hard to even put words to what it feels like at the end of that journey. Which is funny because at the beginning of the journey for the you know for the cast and the crew, right? But for design right. and the producers and story, it's the end in a sense because they're they got to produce other ones, right? It's the end of the next yep. one. But now that that night is pretty hard to beat. That's it's pretty epic. Yeah, fist yeah. And, fist and bumps and jumping up and down and yeah, it's pretty fun.
0: So, I mean, as an audience member and, and actually watching that video, Jesus was the last show that I saw there. Mm-hmm. So I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta get out and get to the, the one currently. Um, but as an audience member, you probably like when something goes wrong on stage as audience probably has no clue, like they're just Hopefully. blown away and looking <laughs> in all different directions because right. there's so much going on. Um, you know, if, if something goes awry, oh, yeah. we probably don't know. Um, Ideally. talk about, yeah. right, right. So, uh, the, Working with live animals has to be, I mean, it's cool to see because, like, you don't experience that as an audience, uh, right. you know, watching a show like a Broadway show or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, maybe there's a bird on stage every right. once in a while on a Broadway show, but like, not like horses and sheep, right? <laughs> Everything else you have there. Uh, can you talk about working with live animals and like the yeah. people that, uh, work with the live animals?
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that team is, that thing, I mean, they're like, they're the heroes, the unsung heroes, sort of the Marines, you know, first in, last out in a sense. Um, yeah. cause the, the work they do, like our, our whole training system is relationally based, right? So it's about time okay. with time with developing relationship with our animal cast members. So that takes time. And so when we're, there's a particular behavior we're looking for in a show, we might start working on that a year to 18 months ahead of when that's actually going to happen on stage. And so they're, they're bonding with them. They have time to just play with the animals just to say, hey, this is a safe relationship. And then the trainer has to work to convey that relationship to the actor who might be engaging okay. with the animal as well, which is a whole nother fun challenge. So, right. uh, for example, my son uh, has performed in the shows and he was, okay. when he was David, uh, preparing to be in the role of David, he had sheep time, right? So he had to actually literally get paid to go to the animal training facility and play with sheep. And and awesome. he's like, this is the best thing ever. Like, what what I'm getting paid to play with animals <laughs> great. Uh, but it's it really reaps rewards because the animal, it's much healthier. They're enjoying what they're doing, and they get to do this together. So it's it's pretty fun. And so it's a team that absolutely loves, 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 loves this member of our cast, these members of our cast. Uh, and I'm telling you, are they are as consistent as any cast member <laughs> on stage. Like they know, they know the timing, the cues, the lighting shift, the music shift. A horse will know if an actor is a little off in his timing and it'll start really a little and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm supposed to leave right now. Like what? Why are we still here? Let's, <laughs> that's incredible. They're I was- incredibly smart.
0: I was gonna ask, like is there any is was has there ever been a moment where like the animal tries to steal the the stage from from the actors and like do uh, do their own thing
1: no they're they're incredibly good they're probably the, good. the one thing that is occasionally a scene stealer is the fact that animals the timing of when they go to the bathroom is not yes. always when we would prefer that time to be so there have been some moments, but uh. Yeah, there was one we were watching. Actually, I was out in Branson back in June. We we're watching the show Queen Esther, which is on stage out there. And Haman, uh, who's the villain of the story. And there's this moment that he has to lead Mordecai, who he's trying to to have killed. He actually has to lead and parade him to the streets and celebrate him. It's a great turn of events moment in the show. And very prominent featured horse. And right center stage, the horse decides, this is a great time to go in the bathroom. I mean, the audience is losing their minds because you can't hide right, that. Just, and right. the way the cast ad libbed and Heyman stepping over it, holding his—I mean, it—it it went to a whole other level. So yeah, the horse kind of upstaged, and it worked because the cast it, just yeah. rolled with it. I mean, that yeah, crowd lost their minds. It was it was the best I'm sure. version of that scene I've ever seen since we've done the show. So I'm you sure. Just never Some, know. I mean, poop poop your worst. Poop
0: sells, right? It happens, right? <laughs> Didn't happen. You go, know, there you go. Well, now we're going to gears a little bit. And, yeah. uh, your story is pretty unique, uh, at sight and sound. Mm-hmm. You, you started out as a stagehand. Yeah. Uh, way back, I think I'm mid nineties, right? Yeah. And, 28 years uh, ago. Yeah. 28 years. That's, as incredible. So the journey from stagehand to CEO, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what, what was that like? Uh, oh, what no was word. your experience starting out there? How did, you know, how did you get the job there and, and how yeah. did you work your way through?
1: Yeah, grand adventure, to say the least. Um, yeah. I mean, the, having grown up knowing sight and sound, my grandma used to bring us as kids, you know, once okay. a year. yeah. Uh, so I was super familiar with it, but I wasn't per se, you know, a theater kid. Um, I appreciated the storytelling, but I'm more a behind-the-scenes person. Um, and so, yeah, <clears throat> my at the time, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, was working here as a cast member. And so really the the vision at that point was as big as like, wow, it'd be really fun to work with her. So I applied for a stage technical work <laughs> backstage and got hired and I got hooked. Um, I was already in love with her, but I fell in love with what we get to do here. It was Dope. so different and so unique in the camaraderie of doing what we get to do. Uh, the calling of it just, it was like, this is so fun. So I had uh, started as a stage tech, like I said, then I left for Bible school for a little bit in Oklahoma. And came back and at that point, all I knew was, man, I'd love to work at Sight and Sound again. And there was an opening in the scene shop at that time uh, that I got rehired back into. So Mm -hmm. I was building sets for a number of years and uh, enjoyed that. I'm not a craftsman. I'm relatively handy, but I'm not a craftsman. So Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of different things and um, enjoyed it. I got to lead some projects, which was a lot of fun. And then our general manager at the time uh, stopped by one day in the shop. He said, hey, so we have this supervisor position open over the stage crew. We think you should put your hat in the ring. I'm like, who, mm-hmm. me? He's like, just go through the process. We did for you. Yeah, because I, I wasn't really, I wasn't thinking about that. And right. uh, so prayed about it applied. And then they offered me the job and I was terrified. I'm like, what? Yeah, right. Meeting people, what? Um, but I felt like I was supposed to move toward it. And uh, yep. really, really grew to love it. Um, it was hard at first because I was young and, you know, mm-hmm. figuring it out, but uh, fell in love with leading the crew and what we got to do was so fun and unique. And then just opportunities kept, you know, same general manager a few years later is like, Hey, there's this other role I think you should put your, okay. Um, so it was not something I was really looking for. It's not how I'm mm-hmm. necessarily wired to put myself out there, so to speak. But Definitely right, felt right. led and called step-by-step. Step. Um, so eventually got to lead human resources for a number of years, uh, which is really a great growing experience. After that, I got yeah. to lead production for a number of years. And by then we were in a formal succession process. Um, and so then in 2015 is when I would have shifted into this role um, officially, okay. which been a, a wild ride. <laughs> what, a, what a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. But one thing I love that we get to do is we're really big on promoting from within, right? Like you just, yeah. you see people's gifts yeah. and talents. And we have a lot of people that are drawn here because of the mission and what we do. They're like, man, I don't know what I'd love to do someday, but I'd love to be a part of it. I mean, that was my story in yeah. a sense. And so you go somewhere where there's an opening and then it's your gifts make room for you, as it says in Proverbs. And we see that happen all the time. So like now our current executive team, where there's six of us, um, three of us were hired as stage technicians originally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Uh, of course, we like to have a saying that stage technician land is like our goal is to take over the world. So we're working at it. Like we're we're getting <laughs> it. There,
0: like there you go. There you're, you go. You're close to a majority. Right. right. Um, so a right, right, right. uh, uh, question for you. Have yeah. you ever been on stage?
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was briefly uh, for fun. I mean, I did a little bit in high school, uh, which put me out of my comfort zone, but it was really good for me. But the only official appearance I've had on the stage here at Sight and Sound during a show uh, was a number of years ago. We like to do this thing called 12 Days of Christmas. where We just randomly surprise employees with gifts, you know, random drawings. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And so then we try to find unique ways to surprise them with the gift. So the idea somebody in the cast, their name had been pulled, right? So we're like, what if we could give them their gift on stage during a show? Wouldn't that be awesome? Probably not a great idea. But uh, so it was myself and... And uh, at the time, our co-president, Josh, who's my brother-in-law, who's now our chief creative officer and and, uh, president. So we're working, we're doing this together, right? So we both get costumed up, the whole deal. We entered a scene that was about as safe as we can make it. Work our way through and just the looks on people's faces in the cast, because they're doing their scene, they're doing their blocking, and they know something's off. They're like, who are, wait, who's this? So it was... It was worth it because their faces just jaw drop, and then we found the guys cool. we were carrying the gift. We had it, you know, wrapped like it was period appropriate for the scene. Right, right. And we're like, here you go, happy twelve days of Christmas, you know. And he's like, what is happening right now? So that was fun. But that was that was my only little cameo. But hopefully, the audience had no idea what was going on. And you were in costume. Oh, you yeah, were, you were of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, costume wig, you know, the whole deal. Like, that's, right, no mic, thanks, <laughs> but yeah. So, and you said now, uh, your
0: son was on stage,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, cool. All right. Yeah. He's actually still uh, still performing. He's 12 this year. So he gets to play the okay. son of Pharaoh and also yeah. uh, young Aaron briefly in Moses right now. Uh, it's actually That's all of awesome. our kids. We have four children. All four have had stints on stage. So currently there are two on stage. Our, <clears throat> our second daughter, who is a full time professional member of the cast, um, okay. is on stage here. And then our youngest, so a lot of fun. That's awesome. Fun yeah. opportunity to so do that
0: with them. Besides the uh, gift giving on stage, your your acting debut and, and yeah.
1: probably finale. Hopefully, yes. Preferably <laughs> for everyone. Yes. Do, you,
0: do you have any other highlights uh, throughout your your journey at Sight and Sound? Like, do you have a favorite show or do you have a favorite moment that you helped to put together or saw through or... Any, any highlights you can share with us? I mean, yeah, they're probably
1: a lot of them. I mean, if I picked a thematic highlight, I would say a thematic highlight is going through insane adversity as a company Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we had no business surviving, whether it was the fire in 1997, uh, whether it was when we expanded to Branson at the kickoff of the great recession and debt Mm -hmm. load and all the things that that entailed. Uh, were COVID most recently and and what that was, uh, with shutdown and all the stuff. Yeah. There's a theme of the impossible somehow becoming possible. Um, so each of those have a million stories within them, but that theme Mm -hmm. is something Mm -hmm. we've realized like, huh, that kind of part of our kind of part of the journey, uh, which kind of makes sense because what we're doing doesn't really make sense naturally speaking anyway. So to see, can I just do the impossible in spite of great odds? again and again and again. We're like, okay, Lord, I guess that's our normal and you're faithful. Yeah. And so, we'll see how you yeah. want to, what you have in store for what's next. But that would be a theme.
0: Incredible. As far as shows, yeah. you
1: know, people always ask, what's your favorite yeah. show? What's the best show? I'm like, that's like asking, you know, which is your favorite child? I <laughs> now, I do have one of the four who's convinced that she is the favorite, but, uh, yeah, right, right. Truth be told, there is no favorite. Um, It's kind of the same way with the shows. I'm like, <laughs> boy, yeah. But if I had to pick, it's probably whatever the most recent one is. Just the way the team keeps taking storytelling to another level, another level, another Mm -hmm. level. blows my mind. But then when one comes back, like Moses this year, which premiered in 2014, when it came back, just an opportunity for the team to look at it again and go, "Hmm, okay, how can we tweak Mm -hmm. a little bit? How do we bump this up? So like you would have seen Jesus, we had that really big flying LED screen as a backdrop. Well, we didn't have that when we didn't notice this the first time, but we have it okay. now. So we could reuse that technology, update the show, refresh it. And it just, it looks fantastic. So that's cool. I, don't know. It's, I like them all.
0: Yeah. So that's a good point. If you saw Moses a handful of years ago, you should come back and see it again because it's obviously well, it's, going to be a similar story, but different.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. The miracles will still happen. You know, spoiler alert. <laughs> right. See without we'll rearranging part. the story. Yes, right. No, no. If you're familiar with the story, don't worry. Uh, but no, it's always an opportunity to make it fresh, make it um, yeah, you know, just new again. If that makes sense, which is that's fun. cool. Yeah.
0: So I noticed um, sight and sound TV. Um, yeah. What, what is that? And you you also mentioned uh, in in the intro. Um, that you had a a film, yes, um, you know, what was that and where where people see it and, and
1: yeah, 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 it's pretty crazy. So, um, boy, I think it was in 2018, we really just, we were doing a deep dive into like, what is it we do? Like we know we're storytellers, but the core of it, so we're on this adventure and, and as we went down that kind of rabbit hole of digging deeper into our core, um, really a question came to mind which is like is that all we're called to do is that the only way we're called to tell a story mm-hmm. uh, really which is primarily on stage has been historically as well as through a conservatory that we have at the train performers uh in the arts so we're like are those the two things only or is there more and we yeah. felt very clearly like the lord put in our hearts no there's another way to tell a story that you're called to and that is through screen uh mm-hmm. through films and so we began that journey uh we had launched into making a first film, learning by doing. So we're ready to kick that off. This is now the end of 2019. We're gearing up to like, go for it in 2020 as far as producing this film.
0: It's a great time to do something
1: something new, right? And then, uh, of course, March of 2020, what was supposed to be opening day for Queen Esther became our first day of closure. Uh, We're like, now what? So you know, many
0: stories like that.
1: Oh my word! Right, and all the investment you make in a new show, which is <sighs> significant, all those things, and then nothing. Yeah. Um, and I remember, here's what's wild, right? Like, so that that Thursday was the day. The Thursday before yeah. we opened was the day yeah. that the governor asked like all large venues yeah. to close, that kind of thing. That's where scrambling as a team and praying and decided yes, we're going to honor that, and so reaching you know, our contact centers, calling guests, and doing all the stuff. And you don't know is this two weeks is this a month what is this um so yeah. long crazy day anyway so uh i wake up the next day friday morning i'm just praying laying in bed and, I'm, and the lord was reminding me of story after story of our past of His faithfulness right where he mm-hmm. did the miraculous like the fire i mentioned and recovering sure. from debt load and brants and all those things anyway but not just that he was faithful the fact that each time he used those challenges to take us from where we were to where we were supposed to be mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. like, whoa. So I had came to work with this energized, like, okay, how are you going to use this to take us to what's next? And at the same time, so I I'm excited, right? So I run into my brother-in-law Josh. We, you know, lead together. I'm telling him this, I'm like, dude, this is what I woke up with. This is so cool. He's like, no way. He's like what I woke up with with this overwhelming question of if people can't come to us, how do we go to them? Yeah. How do we reach yeah. them at home? What does that look yeah. like? And that led a series of conversations that accelerated. We had wanted to move towards a streaming service, a streaming platform. Yeah. Uh, but it was, we thought it was a little ways away yet. And so at that point, we're like, you know what, let's move towards it now. So that fall, we were able to launch sight and sound TV on an accelerated timeframe. Um, Which is just blown up, which is really cool. Just hearing stories from like, I think we have people in 175 different countries who've tuned in, uh, Uh, through the app or through online, uh, site-sound.tv. Either way, you can access it, um, and just see content, right? You can rent content, you can buy a subscription, whatever you want to do. And the stories have just been mind blowing from places I didn't even know were countries. You know, there's, yeah, right. I'm here, you know, in the Isle of man, and we're yeah. we're tuned in, and we're watching Samson. This is really cool. It just blows me away, uh, but it just it's just another avenue, another vehicle we're almost yeah we could call it a virtual location, right We have Lancaster Branson and the virtual location uh just gives it away for people who can't physically maybe come yeah or not you know easy to come physically to these right. two locations so that was that was happening kind of in concert then with still working on the film. And the film uh, was called, oh, wow, there you can see shots of it. Yeah, it's called I Heard the Bells. So it was based on a, a true unknown backstory behind Henry Wadsworth Longfellow and really what went on in his life and what really led to him writing the poem I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, which of course became Interesting. a Christmas Carol eventually. Um, yeah. But it was a crazy redemptive story behind that that most people didn't know about. And it was one that we kind of stumbled on and just felt like, wow, this... This feels like a story we're supposed to tell, especially as a first effort, a first launch into filmmaking. So we started the project as a short film. Um, and then, you know, as we got into it, it was like, hmm, there's a lot of great content and story here. This is either going to be a really long, short film or a really short feature. What mm-hmm. if we invest a little more and make it actual short yeah. feature-length production? Uh So I'm really glad we decided to do that. And then had the opportunity to release it to movie theaters last December. Um, okay. It's far better than we could have imagined. I mean, we just, awesome. our original commitment was like a three-day release, right? Like a limited engagement. Yeah. It did well enough that theaters are like picking it up and extending it. And Sheesh, I think Penn Cinema ran it into like late January. It was wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Super, super so humbly. Cool. Um, so that was like, okay, Lord, here we go. Like, all right, we're, we're going to tell these stories on film too. Uh, now, so, where did
0: you, where did you film these, you know, the, the, the content?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, mostly in Lancaster. Uh, almost all okay. of it was in Lancaster County. That's awesome. Uh, a little bit in Gettysburg, um, uh, a little bit here and there, but almost entirely in the county. And a lot of it on our, on our property, like just literally through the fields from the theater, um, Okay. some farmland that we had felt, uh, that we should buy back in 2019. And, yeah. um, ended up being a great space to shoot on very flexible space. And then an old tobacco barn that we've had for a long time, uh, adjacent to where actually I live. And in that, it turned out to be a great space for, uh, kind of, um, what do you want to call it? A, uh, on set production. So we could build, yeah. we built like Henry's bedroom inside that barn and, uh, his okay. hallway and things like that, that we were able to film right there, which is really fun. And just some, some That's awesome, so cool. like Landis Valley was great to work with there. Awesome. What's okay, the yeah. there? Uh, Moonstone Manor up in E-Town, beautiful property that became their mansion, their home, the Longfellow right. homes, things like that. That just, it's, it's fun and, and new ways to meet new people in the county, which is like, I wouldn't have thought filmmaking was a way to do that. Yep. But here you go. Met some great people well, in the last two years. It's awesome.
0: I mean, kudos to you and your team. I mean, that's just awesome to be able to, I mean, yeah, you have this like tragedy of, of not being. <laughs> Put on the show that you worked four years to put together yeah. in, in, March uh, of 2020, then mm-hmm. to be able to pivot and, um, not only come back stronger probably than ever, uh, with your live shows, but then to, to do yeah. this, uh, movie thing too. That, that's super, super cool.
1: Well, I love um, Josh, who I mentioned, who I get to work with. I love what he says. Like creativity is nothing more than problem solving. That's really all it is. So he's like, as a creative, no. he's like, we don't shy away from problems. He's like, tell us the problem. So we can come up with solutions like that's what's fun. And that's, that's really all it is. Just some problems so look cool. a little insurmountable than, than others. But.
0: Great. Great way to look at it. So, uh, you know, we'll wrap up our time here. Um, Sight and Sound, uh, anything, well, I think you said what your next show is. Maybe you could tell yeah. us that again. Sure. Um, but anything else you can share mm-hmm. that, you know, Sight and Sound is doing beyond, um, yeah. beyond 2023?
1: Oh, man. So, yeah, Story of Daniel. Uh, we'll be premiering here at Lancaster next March. I believe March, uh, 16th is when that opens. So, um, that one's been epic. Uh, well, they're all epic, but that one's taken a lot of work, uh, a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Some are, some are harder to create than others. And this is one of those, mm-hmm. uh, I think because it's such a big scope story and we feel like it's such a needed message for today. Uh, very, mm-hmm. very profound message. Uh, so get that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be wild. I, I yeah. I can't wait. Um, this is a biggie. Uh it's all new from scratch. It's a story we've told in the past, but this we started fresh with this one. Uh just felt like it was time for a, a retelling of it from scratch. Are, so are those yeah. real lions? Yeah. And, um no, I can I can say <laughs> that we I can say we will not have real lions. We just, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's enough things to have to yeah. Not, Decided not to go there, and our our donkeys barn, and our our goats are very grateful that we have not yeah. gone there. <laughs> okay, all right, right. right. All we right. have had a water buffalo in the past. If, we okay. still, if Dan still, was still here in Lancaster, he would not want any lions near. Uh, so, got gotcha. you. No, but you will gotcha. see lions. It might not be living lions.
0: There. Well, we the, won't. We won't share too many secrets. here. Part of
1: the challenge um, of the team.
0: Yeah. So last question about sight and sound and then we'll do our uh, connection cocktail. Um, how can the Lancaster community, uh, support Mm. sight and sound? Obviously we can, we can attend. We can can see a show. We can watch a, watch your film, but, um, how how else can the community support?
1: Well, I mean, what's so cool is Lancaster community already just so does support, like it blows us away that we get to host anywhere from eight to almost 900,000 guests a year. Uh, to come see these shows. And and we don't take that lightly. It's like, man, that's a responsibility, right? So in most cases, these are people that are traveling into Lancaster. Um, and so we love the way the community supports great places to stay, great places to eat, great places to shop, mm-hmm. other great attractions that they get to check out. So we have been incredibly supported by this community and saying like, hey, langster has got so much to see and offer and they're not just coming to, you know, hear these amazing Bible stories. Like they love getting out and about. So that's probably the best way that I would say Langster is already supporting, creating this incredible mm-hmm. atmosphere that people want to, they want to see, they want to experience it, whether they're coming from New York City or Baltimore or Philly or, you know, DC or wherever. Uh, we got something special here and it's it's really mm-hmm. an honor to get to share it with. Um, so yeah, we love when our local Fans and fan base come out and uh, and see a show or see a film when it's in the movie theater it's awesome um and we're just grateful for the way that they create the atmosphere that make blankster what it is this incredibly special place to literally get to share with the world
0: yeah uh that it is yeah I mean you're 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 so right uh yeah if somebody's driving three four hours from New York you know Maryland Delaware mm-hmm. wherever um they're probably not seeing the show and going home right if they're gonna stay over a night or two. And there's plenty Absolutely. of other things to do in Lancaster County, um, especially right around where you are there at Sight and Sound. Uh, but then, you know, Lancaster County uh and beyond. So uh so cool. Uh thank you so much for sharing uh oh, about Sight and Sound, you. uh the mission of Sight and Sound and everything that you're doing there. I mean, we could I could probably talk to you for hours about <laughs> like how you do this and that, but uh, you know, within the show, but we don't we don't have that kind of time. So oh, we will we will transition into mm-hmm. the connection cocktail. You ready to, uh, get personal? All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Uh, what's, what's one surprising
1: fact that people might not know about you? Oh boy. One surprising fact. Uh, um, I love off roading, like dirt bike, oh. four wheeler, okay. like fast, yeah. aggressive, mud flying. Last favorite thing to do. Um, and outside of what from a kid, through. Yep. Probably growing up a farm, you know, stealing my dad's yep. pet at like six. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. But it's just... That's uh, awesome. Serious adrenaline cool. rush. Do
0: you have a favorite family activity? It's really probably
1: that. Like, we love riding together yeah. and we love doing anything outside, hiking, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Which again, Lancaster's such a great place, but yep. for all that. But uh yeah, that's probably our favorite. Headed to the mountains and can tear it up, get dusty, get muddy? There you go. We love doing that together. Now, now, typically,
0: I wouldn't allow a guest to have the same answer for two questions in a row, <laughs> but I'll allow it. All right. Thank okay. you. Very gracious. <laughs> so, last question. Mm-hmm. Um this is, a, this is a tough one. Uh, okay. we're, we're, we're asking one word. Describe Lancaster in one word. Can you do it? Oh, my word. Maybe you could do a couple words.
1: Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, you know what? If I had to nail it to one word, I would say fruitful. Um, oh, okay. And for yeah. context, I mean, not just, obviously we got great soil and all that stuff and that's cool, it's mm-hmm. awesome, but spiritually fruitful um, yep. and just relationally fruitful. It's, it's okay. My friend Roger North likes to call this the land of small business and he's not wrong. Like mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. such a spirit of fruitfulness that comes out of this place, this land. It's It's remarkable in every way. And just the, the diverse ways that we get to create and design and build and grow and do all those things. Not yeah. just we sites. I mean, us as Lancaster County, it's really yeah. unusual. Uh, you go to other parts of the country, it's something special. So it's a long way to answer it, but fruitful is the word. No, that's, I'm not. That's a
0: fantastic word. Uh, um, Betsy from Acorn Acres just chimed in yeah. here and said that was a great word. Oh, nice. She got her attention with it. Love it. So that that's, 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 that's awesome. That's awesome. Blessed. Well, Matt, this has been, so great. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on Lancaster Connects. Thanks for yeah. sharing the story, um, yeah. all the stories, um, and, uh, sight and sound, uh, ministries and, and theater and, and all this talking about the stories that you tell there. Um, uh, your website, site dash sound. Say, say the website. Sight okay.
1: sound.com. Yep. You got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. And, right. uh, you can purchase tickets on there for a show mm-hmm. and. Do the, the sight and sound TV yep. right there on the website. That would yes. be the place for, for everybody yeah. to go. That's Absolutely. awesome. Thank you so much, well, Matt, man. It's yeah. been a
1: blast.
0: Have a great rest of your afternoon.
1: You as well. We'll
0: talk. Talk Thank later. You. Yep. Well, that was great. Uh, you know, if you, if you're listening and you're within distance of dri- driving distance of sight and sound theaters here in Lancaster, it is well worth your investment in time and money uh, to go see a show at Sight and Sound. I, I remember my uh, grandparents uh, used to get all the grandkids uh, tickets to Sight and Sound and we'd go, you know, every handful of years. So I've seen numerous shows there over the years and it's, you know, just continue to be blown away by the, like I said earlier, just the, the, the production, the quality of the production, the quality of the talent, you know, the animals, you wonder like, you, you walk away from a show, like how did they possibly pull a two and a half hour, show off because it's just unbelievable and um like matt said there's 500 people working uh on the scenes and behind the scenes um to put to put together that production and it's it's unbelievable uh nothing nothing else out there like it so yeah go 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 check out a show all right so uh gonna wrap up our time here um we have people anxiously awaiting for our contest giveaway I think uh, producer Chris from Cast Ahead uh, has the prize wheels ready. Uh, again, we're giving away tickets to the Bret Michaels Party Gras at the Hollywood Casino at Penn National uh, Raceway in uh, Grantville, PA. Uh, August 26th is the show. Um, we're giving away two sets of tickets to Heroes today. That's the first wheel that we got up here. Uh, our Hero entries is kind of small. Uh, we'd love to see more heroes, uh, be entered, uh, be nominated. Um, again, to, to, uh, nominate somebody, just go to lancasterconnects.com slash, uh, contest and you'll see the button for heroes and the button for veterans. Um, again, we're giving away two sets of tickets for each heroes and veterans, each, uh, podcast episode that we do through the first week of August. And then we have the VIP nomination contest, which will wrap up the following week. So get your entries in. Uh, get your, uh, votes in, uh, vote for your favorite veteran and heroes, uh, cause those will be our VIP winners. So, uh, Chris, go ahead. You can spend the, uh, heroes. Uh, we'll give a, this is the first set of tickets, uh, for a hero today. Looks like we got Kathy Barber. Um, and of course we'll be reaching out to, uh, the winners. Uh, here within the next couple of days here via email, we'll collect a little bit more information that we will then pass along to the uh, venue, the ticket uh, folks. We don't handle the tickets. We just pass the information along and they uh, handle getting the tickets to you. And that'll happen within the next few weeks. Uh, give it another spin. Here we go. Our second hero winner today is going to be Jeff Heft. Uh, again, thank you, uh, Jeff, for entering. And, uh, nominating a hero. I uh, hope you guys have a great time at the concert. So here are two, uh, our veteran giveaway. We've got two sets of tickets to give away to a veteran. Decidedly more uh, entries, uh, on our veteran contest page. Let's see. Man, that's, uh, I'm glad I wear my glasses. Dan Ella, there we go. Uh, you're our first winner, uh, for the veteran giveaway and we'll spin again for a second winner. Again, we have more sets of tickets to give away. So. You don't win today, you're not uh you know out of the contest or anything like that. Pull more next week and the following week as well. Uh looks like we got Sandra Doc uh is our second veteran ticket winner. So again, everybody, those four that uh won tickets, we will be in contact within the next couple of days. Uh collect some information from you and we'll get that to the uh ticket folks at uh Hollywood Casino. So again, uh LancasterConnects.com slash contest is how you can get into the contest. Uh, super easy to do and, um, no, uh, obli- no, no purchase necessary. There's no obligation to do anything other than enter the contest and uh, nominate your veteran or hero. Pretty simple. Uh, well, that was a great show. Uh, we've got a great run of shows coming up here. Lots of great, great guests, uh, coming up. Um, I will be flying solo again next week. Jeff is uh, going to be at a trade show, um, uh, next week. Um, so if you want some Ben shenanigans, uh, you, you got it next week. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's going to be the, the wrap on today's show. Um, thanks for watching. And uh, again, go to LancasterConnects.com uh, if you want to be a guest. Uh, if you want to watch past episodes, uh, you can check us out also on Facebook. YouTube subscribe to the YouTube channels uh, Lancaster connects and Gardner's mattress some more that's where uh, past episodes live as well Uh, appreciate uh, you and Lancaster so much so until the next connection